Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? Tomorrow of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Sweet 16 coming up on Thursday and Friday in the NCAA tournament. We are now joined by Husker Online's Robin Washit. Robin, good morning to you. We'll get to the news of Bryce McGowan's in a second. But speaking of this season, we have to, we had a long discussion in the first hour. I want your opinion on as a basketball fan. What team had the better season this year? Iowa, who is one and done in the NCAA tournament, but Big Ten tournament champions. Or Michigan, who sneaks in the dance as 11 seed, but is still playing in the Sweet 16. What team, Robin, in your opinion, had the better season? Well, obviously you're defined by your postseason success. Uh, and so Michigan has far surpassed uh, Iowa in that regard. Hello. Um, but one thing I will say is that when you look at kind of the grand context of what the seasons were for both teams. Um, one of them, uh, Michigan, you could make a case that they underperformed this year. I mean, they were picked by a lot of people to be um, right up there with Purdue as uh, you know maybe the best team in the conference. And then, um, conversely, this was supposed to be a really down year for Iowa. Uh, you know, they lost a lot of big pieces, uh, and nobody knew what Keegan Murray was yet, and so... You know, they uh, uh, didn't really have that high of a bar going into the year for them to do what they did. You know, maybe from the grand case of the season, uh, had a better overall performance, just giving what, what expectations were. So you can make a case either way, but again, I think it comes down to what you do uh, in March, and clearly Michigan is uh, doing as well as any team in the conference has so far. Robin Washett joins us uh, from Husker Online.com. Robin, did you know that if you spill coffee on your jeans, it doesn't show up? Do you know that? No, because I've spilled coffee on my jeans and it has shown up. So oh. maybe you're wearing like a darker denim that's yeah. allowing you to yeah. get away so with it. You, really? You've, yeah, because the denim I have, it's like I didn't spill the coffee on it. I, let me be the judge later on. I'll look at that. Okay. Um, yeah. Rob, I need a full evaluation. I, can't, I cannot confirm this right now, Robin. I spilled it on a black <laughs> shirt, too, and it's indistinguishable. Well, that's understandable. Yeah, it's black. indistinguishable. Um, Understood there. Yeah. Okay, Robin, was there any shot that Fred Hoiberg – well, I, I don't know. Would you even try to talk back, Bryce? Was there any shot of Bryce McGowan's coming back? Did you 
in the last couple weeks, did you were you concerned that hey, I might be working on a story where Bryce McGowan is actually coming back? No, no, I was not. Okay. Um, every indication I got from Bryce and uh, from people around the program was there was never a doubt that he was going to go to the draft, and that was the plan all along. Um, you know, he came to Nebraska for one purpose, and that was to play with Bryce, or sorry, it's play Trey. with Trey for a year. And you know, albeit that got disrupted with Trey's injury, uh, he was still able to do that. Um, he accomplished, uh, despite the the lack of team success, he accomplished a lot um, at the individual level, uh, and you know, did enough to maintain his his draft stock um, with the 2022 class to the point where it was kind of a a no-brainer decision. So, um, no, I, I didn't think there was ever much of a chance at all. And um, now that he's in, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that the, the page is officially turned, and um, you know he's he's off, uh, staying right on course with his his original plan all along. Nebraska loses Bryce, but they do gain Sam Grishel from uh, North Dakota State on Lincoln East product here in, in Lincoln. Robin, uh, what is the outlook for him? And, and and I guess are you surprised he came back to Nebraska or not? Uh, talking to him, no. I think maybe the surprise was, um, you know, that he would probably get get that opportunity. He said that, you know, he didn't think that was even going to be a realistic scenario for him, um, you know, even a, a few weeks ago. But um, he decided to to enter the portal and uh, didn't take long. Uh, I think it was within uh, a couple days that he was on campus. I think Fred went in the portal early last week. Uh, Fred reached out to him, had a conversation with him. Uh, I think maybe on Wednesday, and then uh, on Friday, I believe, uh, Friday or Saturday, uh, he was on campus uh, for a visit, and you know, plus the 24 hours after that, uh, he's announcing his commitment to Nebraska. So um, I think it was one of those deals where if, if Nebraska were to ever give him a chance, he was going to commit on the spot, yep. and that's pretty much how it played out. Uh, it's been a lifelong dream of his, so in that regard, it's, it's not a surprise, but I think he was you know, still kind of processing, just finally getting that opportunity that that he'd always wanted, and and so now what does Nebraska get in him? Well, right now he is considered one of the better transfers um, on the market. There's over 500 names in the portal right now, so um, I think he's a better get than some people want to uh, or some people realize, and uh-huh. in, in that he's a six-six point guard. I mean, he was he was North Dakota State's primary point guard, so. Um, that that is his position. Uh, he averaged 14 points per game. Is a very good rebounder. I think he was around six or seven per game. But you go back a few years ago when they played Nebraska, he had 12 rebounds, five offensive boards um, in that game in Lincoln. So um, he's shown he can rebound um, at, at a high level uh, at the guard spot, and you he's shot around 38 percent from three point range. So um, he's just one of those versatile pieces that Fred covets. And, you know, I think the, the X's and O stuff is, is all really is good, but maybe the most important part of it uh, is he's a culture guy. He's, a, he's the type of player that wants to play for Nebraska. He, his dream has always been to be a Nebraska Cornhusker, and I think there just hasn't been enough of that. You've got guys that, you know, are in some cases – uh, more interested in what Nebraska can do for them as opposed to what they can do for Nebraska. And I think Sam is a perfect example of uh, the latter, and those are the types of guys that can build you a culture 
builds you a program. And if you can complement that kind of core leadership with talented players, suddenly you're, you're, you should be on track to get much better results than what we've been. Robin, refreshing. Robin Washett joins us. Okay, there's a very, there's a very, there's a reality-based discussion though right now that you know it's sort of capped and obvious, but Nebraska is now losing Bryson McGowan's who averaged sixteen point eight points per game, and and Alonzo Verge, who averaged fourteen point five. Nobody else averaged double figures. Who are the scores next year? Who who are the dudes? I mean, let's face it, Rob. McGowan's and Verge were the dudes on this team. I mean, they were the dudes. Now, what what is yeah. Fred doing? Who who's averaging seventeen a game next year? Is it somebody we don't know about? Is that who we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, I mean, right now you look at the roster. I think it probably has to be because um, there's there's really no alpha scores on the roster right now. I think you have a lot of really good complementary pieces or that you can build around. Obviously, Sam's in that conversation. Uh, C.J. Wilcher's in that conversation. Um, you know, maybe someone in that front court. Um, we'll see how Wilhelm Breidenbach responds. Um, Derek Walker obviously is, is, is has a decision to make, but you know he can be in that in that double figure range. Uh, so I mean, they, they've got guys that can you know give you something offensively, but they they need that that lead dog or two, um, and so they'll probably have some spots available in the portal. Um, or uh, I guess going into the spring signing period, I would imagine that they you know, address those through the portal and probably a scoring wing uh, and maybe another kind of scoring guard um, will, will probably be two of the primary focuses depending on how many spots they have. But, yeah, I mean, they, they need a little bit more punch offensively, uh, maybe especially if they can find someone that's proven um, at the collegiate level. Because right now I think they have guys that can score, but they just don't have a lot of guys that have have done it at the Big Ten level. So that's that's the new question. I think they're okay. Um, I guess depending on uh, any further attrition, I think they're okay in their front court. Um, you know, they might actually be a little crowded uh, inside, just given the numbers they have now. Um, so I think that the real priority now, especially after getting Sam, um, you, you got a guy that can play point guard. If you can get maybe another scoring combo that can play the one but also can play off ball uh, and be a scoring threat and then also uh, a guy that can replace Bryce as that go-to scoring wing um, then I think you're, you're looking at a pretty at least uh, a solid uh, scoring lineup that you would hope somebody out of that group would be able to merge and, and per, at least somewhat uh, replace the scoring that you lost with with Bryson Burge. Uh, last thing, Robin. This guy is not a guard. He's a forward, but I'm curious. Big news last night in the Big Ten. Matthew Moores uh, of Wisconsin, redshirt freshman from Yankton, South Dakota, announces he's going to transfer. He wants to be closer to home. Nebraska was in on him with Tim Miles. Tim Miles was in on Matthew Moores. Obviously, Miles is gone. He goes to Greg Garden, Wisconsin. He wants to be closer to home. Is Nebraska right now close enough to home to consider themselves an option for Matthew Moores? What do you expect him to be? in the door with him at all, second time around? I mean, I'll imagine they, they'll reach out. Um, you know, Fred kind of tried to re-jumpstart that recruitment when he took over, so there's at least some base layer of a relationship there, but, um, you know, you got to consider that uh, if he is truly homesick, you know, there's 
there's options there that um, whether it's South Dakota State mm-hmm. or uh, maybe even a South Dakota. Uh, I think his girlfriend is currently attending South Dakota State. So you know, there, there's that, and then also um, there's a team that's 50 miles closer yep. Yep. in Creighton mm-hmm. that was probably number two on his list before he committed to Wisconsin. Uh, he I think he unofficially visited Creighton like 15 times. Uh, over the course of his uh, basketball career, going to summer camps and then obviously a, a unofficial visit. So he's got a really strong relationship with uh, Greg McDermott and Creighton staff. So if he does leave the state, that's probably a more likely scenario than it would be with Nebraska, just given um, where Creighton stood on his list before he initially committed to Wisconsin. Robin, always good stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Well, that was good to see you there. Husker Online's Robin Yeah, Matthew Moore is, is again, uh, viewed as one of the best players to come from the state of South Dakota, maybe ever. Not, not I'm not talking about Eric Pikowski here and Mike Miller. Those guys are certainly If you're a guy like that, who are you picking? Creighton or Nebraska? I mean, well, just, great, just be real, real. Creighton's going to be a top 15 team next year. Be real. Be real. But okay. do, do, they, do they need that position? Those I'm curious. Will he start? Would he play there? He will play at Nebraska if he comes here. We'll have to keep I would hope that. that he wouldn't go to South Dakota State. It's a four-star player. That'd be a huge gap for South Dakota yeah, State. Yeah, it would. How many four-star players does South Dakota State get? Not many, but they develop like crazy there. His girlfriend's there. That's right. That does help. All right. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 402-464-568. Five-year chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Today, NBA arenas. What okay. teams play at these arenas, okay. centers, complexes? Okay. okay. You know, they change all they the time. They do change a lot. That's, I tried to make them not impossible. So it won't be the forum. <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not like the ones that changed like last year to some random ones. These, these, these should be... These should be respectable. Who plays at the Boston Garden? Yeah, yeah. That one's not going to be a question. 464-5685. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. Maybe. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Lines are jacked today for NBA Arenas 464-5685. How do you feel about today's topic? I feel pretty good, actually. Joseph, do you feel good about NBA Arenas? Yeah, I think so. Okay, all right. All right, it's Joseph. Both so good. See how it goes. All right, Joseph, first question goes to you. What NBA team plays at the Pfizer Forum? The Pfizer Forum. Pfizer, yeah, Pfizer Forum. F-I-S-E-R-V. Pfizer. Okay. Um, I don't think. Let's just try a West Coast team. Uh, let's go Sacramento. You want this one? Sip. Pass. That'd be the Milwaukee Bucks. Ooh. Formerly, formerly the Bradley Center. They built a new arena. Now it's a Pfizer Forum. Okay. All right, Sip. For the lead, your first question: What NBA team plays at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse? See you, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. 
It changed recently. Did it? Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. I was surprised looking at these last night. I said, wow, there are, there's a lot of changes from what I remember. Okay, they just change all the time. Yeah, I'm going to say the Pacers. They do play in the field now. So yeah. that one, Joseph, do you want that one or not? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, the Cavaliers are going to go with them. That's right. So, could you repeat that, Joseph? Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, and he, it, he says the owner owns Rocket Mortgage. Oh, so. good job, Joseph. That's what I was wondering because the the when Jake dinged the bell, it drowned out your answer. So thank gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay, for the win, Joseph, you're up one zero. What NBA team plays at the Toyota Center? Got that one. You need this because I, I got it. The Toyota Center. Um, um, you need this. That sounds like. Uh, let's go Houston. Yep. Damn. That is an 0-2 start to the week for Sip. Good job by Joseph. Joseph, congratulations. We get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and call in down the road. Thank you. Good, Good job, Joseph. Yeah, well Enjoy done. the bagels from Bagels and Joe. Thank yes, you, we'll... Bagels and Joe, for the coffee. Yes, we'll get him those let's bagels. Get me through this crud. I got the crud. Can you hear it in my voice? I can hear it in your voice. It sounds. Stressed or tired or down? <laughs> well, how do you how do you explain? How do you how do you Stop describe a, a voice that's different? Stress, tired, down, dead. That's about. I didn't, the, I didn't say dead. Right. You said dead. I did not say dead. Okay. We'll get uh, Joseph those bagels courtesy of our official courier of the ticket, Eagle Delivery. So thank you, Joseph. Congrats. Yeah, good job. Good job. Um, you want your last one? Yeah, sure. What NBA team plays at the Barclays Center? That is definitely. The Brooklyn Nets. And the tiebreaker, might as well. The Smoothie King Center okay. in New Orleans okay. has the smallest capacity okay. in the NBA. Okay. What is the listed capacity of that arena? The listed capacity. I'm going to give you a hint here. The United Center is the biggest, okay, with the Bulls at 20,917. This one's 9164. You think under 10,000 yeah, 9,164. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bad guess. Can I, can you, 12,175. Still less than Pinnacle Bank Arena? Yeah. No. What Six, is it? 16,000. Yeah, it's a terrible 867. guess. 867. Terrible guess, but I've seen the arena, and it looks really small. You thought under 10,000 for an NBA arena? I don't know. a bad guess. It's a bad guess. As it, it, when you when we're playing it's this a professional game, sport when we're playing the game after the game that means nothing. Yeah. I'm not putting you, a lot of you, thought you lose into your luster. It. I've put a lot of thought into this show, but that I think of that as a break. Okay, Mister L.A. Woman is that a door song? <laughs> we'll ask DP if, if, that, if that's yeah, egregious, we are if that's DP. egregious yes. by me. I, yes. I got other Doors songs. I didn't know that one, and you played it. and I still didn't know it, so I stand by what I said. I didn't know L.A. Woman. I find that to be hilarious. There's probably holes in your game, too. A, th- a lot of find, holes. I'm find them with music, too. Yeah, a lot of holes. I'm going to find those. Not, not 70s music, though. No. Not many holes. We should have a competition sometime. We should. And I didn't, you know, and, what and about realize this? I didn't live in that era. I was thinking the other day that we should do a lyrics no, it's not, no, I'm out of lyrics. You know, I make up lyrics. I have lyricosis. It's a problem. 
Like I give you a lyric, a okay. lyric, and you say the no- name okay. of the song. All right, we can do that. We can do that more often. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, that's up to you to make okay. the lyrics. All right, I can do that. We'll bring in DP for the spillover next on early break in the tickets.